Live from the Pitbull Logic Studio in Maple Grove, Minnesota, I'm your host, Philly G. Bold, courageous, and battle-ready. Thanks for joining the Pivot Logic Tech Talk Tuesday podcast. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining Tech Talk Tuesday featuring me, Philly G. Bold, courageous, and battle-ready. We're in an exciting series called Saving the Law Firms from the Clutches of Outdated Technology. Super excited. Uh, this is our uh, final episode, number four. We're joined by Jeffy G. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Glad to be back on today. Hey, people want to say, when are you bringing that Jeff guy back on? I like him. He's a yeah, good guy. Wish I could come on here more often, but yeah. a lot of good content going out. So, Yeah, how's your uh, holiday season going so far? Have you uh, figured out uh, all the gifts you're going to buy everybody yet? Yeah, I'm one of those uh, last-minute shoppers. Usually shop the day before, wrapping things up at midnight. So um, I'm sure I'll have a couple of those, but I'm trying to do better this year. Wow, I hope I get some of that good Bull 3 coffee. That'd be oh, cool. yeah. Been selling a lot of coffee. Uh, the nonprofit that Pivologic is kind of the giving arm. Uh, we've been selling a lot of coffee. People have been giving away as gifts. I can't believe we're cool. selling a ton of that uh, dark roast. Oh my gosh! And, and people are really loving it. Yeah, the dark roast is exceptionally smooth for a dark Ooh, roast. Exceptionally so smooth. If you're a dark roast person, you like the Starbucks uh, kind of stuff. Uh, give the dark roast a shot. It's really, really good. Fantastic. Hey, we had a chance to go out and uh, spend some time. And look at some Christmas holiday lights at the uh, uh, state fairgrounds, the glow. That was pretty cool. All the uh, uh, exhibits out there and the lights and uh, they had the uh, uh, all the people singing and it was great. The kids were really excited about it. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, different companies sponsored their little sections of the light parade and um, it's kind of cool to see. Uh, I think one of my favorite ones was the Prince one. They had yeah. like a Prince uh, exhibit and had the big logo up there with the purple rain. They called it like the purple rain lane or something. That was kind of mm. cool for us Minnesota folks. Anyone know Prince out there? Give us a shout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> purple rain. You got to love it. Yeah. I like the KTIS uh, carolers. Yeah. They Singing had the carolers. Ever had about what? About 50 people there. Yeah. And that was pretty incredible. They're all happy and excited to see everybody. So uh, just remember to give back uh, to your favorite cause. KTIS, Feed My Starving Children, and Bold Tree Coffee. Yeah, we love KTIS. They're amazing uh, mm-hmm. radio station here in town. We've done a lot of work with them. And then Feed My Starving Children, we've done we've done golf tournaments to uh, benefit their behalf. Mm-hmm. They feed starving children around the world, and they're doing such great work. So yeah. glad to partner with those guys as well. It feels so good to give back instead of receive. Yep. Just people that need you know, things like either homeless or... People that are hungry, don't know where their next meal is coming from. Um, it's just incredible. There's so much um, need. So we just ask that um, dig deep, yep. dig often, and give to your favorite charity. Yep, that's the best thing about uh, doing what we do is be able to give back, not only to our customers, but for different causes. So that's one of our core values here at Pivologic. Now, truly servant leaders. Yep. Hey, um, we had three series before this. They were pretty amazing. The first one was technology villains on the rise. Talked about some of the, uh, how you're getting attacked and how to be better prepared. And also we set on a mission was episode number two, our big discovery of hiring differently and utilizing technology. And we had um, Claude Simpson on there who was with uh, Smart Advocate mm-hmm. and they He's were really, really good. Really good. Yeah. This uh, gentleman is awesome. He used to be an attorney and now mm-hmm. he's a professional trainer for their yeah. software. So that's incredible. Super cool. And then um, 
I think it was, uh, we had Sherry on too. Yeah, we had Sherry yep. on. We set out Sherry on a mission. so fun. And then yep. we had Claude on for New Law Tech is Relieving IT Headaches. Uh, that mm-hmm. was amazing. These are experts in the industry. All had been in legal prior and have gone to this uh, software company mm-hmm. and really understand the need of having uh, great software to uh, help with efficiency, automation, increase productivity, uh, and really grow the firm. Yeah, make sure to go check those out if you uh, haven't yet. They were it was super interesting hearing their perspectives and uh, working every day in, in that environment with customers and specifically their their case management uh, systems. So Jeffy G, what do you want to talk about today? What do you want? What do, what do you think law firms well, want to know? You know, this is pretty crazy. This is the last episode of the year for us was what's been a, a crazy year. I don't think any of us could have anticipated that 2020 would have gone the way it has. It's the year of the unexpected. Um, but a lot of, uh, really good things happened as well. And, um, it's really cool because we've saw, uh, companies and law firms do things that they were not going to do this year, but they kind of mm-hmm. forced them out of their box and it ended up being, a lot of blessings in disguise that helped them and they're probably five years ahead of the curve now because they mm-hmm. took action now um, instead of later, uh, specifically mm-hmm. around cloud technology and cybersecurity with everything mm-hmm. going remote. So I, I just kind of want to ask you, uh, Philly G, uh, as we kind of set, kind of close the year out and now we set mm-hmm. our sights on 2021, um, what do you think is going to be some of the big uh, areas in technology that law firms need to focus on for next year? That's a great question, Jeffy G. Uh, and talking with uh, law firms every day, uh, it's kind of a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. I think law firms are weathering the storm fairly well. Uh, they're definitely overworked. Yeah. Definitely the people I talk to from you know administrators down to the technology, they're working hard. Mm-hmm. And they're really trying to uh, hold on. They're trying to um, uh, manage the cases that they had before the pandemic, because as you know, uh, legal cases and matters uh, can go for a couple, two, three years, right? So they could have a pretty yep. big funnel of opportunity. But replacing that is the real challenge right now, mm-hmm. right? And with people working from home, and some are coming in the office too, as well, maybe 50-50. But they're still working from home. They still have that that need to fill from a technology perspective. Mm-hmm. But with all these vectors um, of exposure, they need to really focus on cybersecurity. Now, this breach here this week of solar winds, which was a huge, huge cyber attack, uh, is if it doesn't get you thinking about cybersecurity, you better start thinking about it because it's a huge breach that. Solar Winds has so many customers. They're in the uh, Department of Defense. They're in big corporations, mm-hmm. and they got hacked. And they got into all Crazy. these uh, big organizations, mm-hmm. and it's not good. So, and they're the big companies, right? And they get hacked, yeah. like Target, Best Buy, all these places that weren't really prepared. And the people that are going to be attacking small to medium business and law firms. You are prime targets, right? Because right. they know that you don't spend a lot of money on on security. Right. They maybe have a firewall, maybe have a uh, a couple other little you know devices to to try to mitigate your 
attack, mm -hmm. but we really need to focus on, you know, cybersecurity yep. and really protecting uh, all the endpoints, not just the data center, but the uh, connections to your vendors, the connections to cloud mm -hmm. and making sure that you have a really good um, internal security and external security. And the best way to do that is, is to, if you haven't had a security assessment, a security risk assessment done in the last, boy, almost mm -hmm. a year to two, you probably want to, you know, have that done right. to really identify the gaps and the vulnerabilities within your environment. And then they'll offer up some recommendations of how to be more secure. So that's the first thing I think that people are looking at. That's money well spent. And we're going to see a lot of um, uh, security engagements here in, in 2021. Yeah, cybersecurity is going it to, it's been uh, a huge concern as more things have gone digital. Um, it's only uh, becoming a greater concern uh, with everything, uh, having to go to a cloud-based environment, uh, mm -hmm. which it gives you that efficiencies and the productivity, but also uh, there's more endpoints for uh, possible data breaches and mm -hmm. hackers to get in. I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, when you're on a Zoom app, you, you're just as prone to getting... Mm -hmm you know, hacked or your, uh, information, uh, being out there mm -hmm. and your company at risk, it just, just as much as any of the other applications too. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important for people to take a look at that. And most people have no idea, um, where to get started. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's a lot of the frustration that we hear is like, I know I keep hearing cybersecurity is important. I keep hearing that people are, are being hacked, you know, at a record amount. And I kind of, provokes fear in me, but like, what do I do as a small to medium sized business or, or a law firm? Um, where do I get started? You mentioned the, uh, assessment. Um, what, what does that assessment look like? How does it work? Um, just kind of take us through that. Right. That's a really great question. Uh, so what we do is, um, work with your, you know, technology department to really, uh, flush out what areas we want to focus on. Typically it's like internal um, audit and an external audit where we're looking at um, vulnerabilities and running scans and mm -hmm. looking at um, firewall policies and procedures and making sure the ports are closed down on your server so they can't get in. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Microsoft stuff out there too. They were saying too that Microsoft obviously is a vulnerability Right. really um, making sure that there's no Microsoft vulnerabilities through uh, Microsoft 365 and Teams. I mean, that's really important. And then what we do is we uh, conduct that assessment. Uh, we gather the results, and then we immediately uh, provide a report of any high-risk areas that you need to close down immediately. Hmm. You usually find about three to four to five, really, that are like, uh, issues that we need to close down. So work with you to mitigate those uh, risk and gaps and close that down. And then once we have that, we look at um, what your score is because we use a scoring methodology of 100%. And then if you're at like 70%, here's the areas you need to work on to be mm -hmm. better improve security. And then we'll make those recommendations and work with you to put a plan together. It's pretty simple, but the smart people that do this every day uh, know the vulnerabilities. They know where um, the hackers try to get in, mm -hmm. but every environment's different. So that's why you need to have an assessment and have us come in and help you 
And then long-term is really looking at a, you know, a continuous uh, security posture of having these assessments done every quarter or every year. You can have um, maybe not a full uh, security risk assessment, but you can have like uh, scans and you can have penetration tests done on a yearly basis or quarterly basis as well. So that's how they kind of work from that perspective. And then of that, a lot of times that come out of that is the recommendation is make sure you have a good security awareness training program for your staff. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they know how to identify and um, not click on stuff for phishing, right? Another one we, we talk about is email security, making sure that your email is secure. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff from uh, Microsoft 365, they have a great product. They have good infrastructure and security, but they don't provide email security. So making right. sure that those emails are scrubbed and looked at from a, a virus and um, things that may attach themselves, like attachments and different types of, of vulnerabilities in your email to get those clean in your inbox. Much like a, a car wash, when you bring your car in, it's dirty. You run through the car wash, it's nice and clean. Same thing with email mm-hmm. uh, filtering. Yep. is that we're going to take the emails coming from Microsoft 365, run them through the email car wash, and we're going to deliver them squeaky clean to your employee's inbox. So that's what the engagements kind of look like. Yeah, and I think uh, there's a lot of misconceptions around uh, security in the aspect of mm-hmm. like, oh, a lot of people just think it's like a firewall or download McAfee and put it on my computer. Just having those methods are, are no longer enough to cover the, the broad depth of the security concerns. Could you just kind of explain what we're talking about in terms of this uh, security environment? Because um, I think a lot of people just think, oh, I just I already have McAfee on my computer or I have mm-hmm. a firewall. And I, and I think there's so much more complex and more deep than you know even five to ten years ago and maybe the listeners would benefit by hearing kind of how that what you just talked about is different than that yeah so just uh you know i've talked with customers you know god forbid they don't even have a firewall (laughs) right yeah but you know we got to get a firewall kind of ground zero right and there's all kinds of ways to enhance security it's called depth of security and there's certain layers of security you could have the firewall and then you're going to have like a managed and detection software mm-hmm. that would run on the workstations or laptops right. uh, to look for vulnerabilities while you're on your computer or desktop that runs continuously. And then they report back to the security operations center that there's a potential risk and they can shut that individual machine down too. Right. right. So th- those are some of the detection services out there. So you, you hit them on, you know, basically the firewall, which locks out uh, only people that are allowed to get into certain areas within your company. Mm-hmm. And then you're protecting your perimeter, right. which is your, you know, laptops, your workstations and your, your people. And then the next one would be the next one, which is that I talked about security awareness training right. is a people element of it. It's huge. People have to be trained on security and it has to be a continuous effort. I talk a lot about continuous well i think yeah one of the biggest uh, threats is um the human element uh, because we're we're so prone to error Mm -hmm. you know we're humans and we make mistakes uh all the time when it comes to uh, security best practices i think obviously one of the more common ones that we deal with and and hear a lot about is phishing you know you get sent an email that is Mm -hmm. is clearly spam 
Um, but someone clicks on it and all it takes is one person to click it, open up, Mm -hmm. you know, an attachment and all of a sudden you got ransomware, uh, that's in your system and it completely can, uh, kind of germinate there for 11 months and then eventually, Mm -hmm. uh, make an attack, uh, on your company or, um, and then steal your data for your company. And then, uh, they'll basically hold that data ransom. Um, until you pay a certain amount to get your data back. And most of the time you don't end up getting all your data back as well. So just imagine the impact that it can have on your business mm-hmm. of not having your data, not having your systems, not having your applications. I think we take it for granted uh, a lot of times and we don't really realize how much we rely on technology until it's broken or it's down and how important it is to protect uh our data and then be concerned about security um, now so that we, we don't have to deal with that later. And there's tons of mm-hmm. companies we worked with uh, in the industry and we we've seen it is, is an absolute mess. Some of them uh, very closely, they go out, go out of business. Um, others are severely impacted. And so it's, I can't stress enough just the security and making sure you have an assessment to understand where your gaps are, where your weaknesses are, mm-hmm. and be able to have someone tell you, this is where we would recommend you taking steps because this is where you're weak and this is where you need to be protected. Because uh, it's no longer one of those things where it's like, oh, it's just good to have security. It is an absolute necessary thing to have. And if you're not doing it, you're just you're you're putting your business at such risk. We work so hard to build businesses mm-hmm. and it's just, we have to take security seriously. Yeah, that's a really good point, Jeff. I think that, you know, law firms need security services. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably in 2021, the most essential element of really protecting the law firm. But to build an in-house security operation capability mm-hmm. is a very expensive and complicated Right. And really puts out a reach for a lot of small to medium sized mm-hmm. um, law firms. So by having a, a service mm-hmm. that'll provide world-class security and allowing you to have 24 by 7 threat monitoring and response processing and then actionable security recommendations if something were to happen right. is something that would be really surprising to customers that it's so affordable, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what's really awesome. So the three steps I would say is make sure you get a security assessment done, identify the gaps and vulnerabilities and recommendations, and put together what we call a managed detection and response uh, solution, which is a 24 by 7 monitoring for breaches and hidden threats. And then you can have an actionable remediation of any type of threat. Mm -hmm. And then the next one would be is really have like begin to manage your risk. Right. Have have internal and external vulnerability assessments that can can happen regularly. Right. And then have the ability to either have a managed service provider or your security provider manage that on your behalf. And they have like a dashboard they have in analytics to be able to watch that for you 24 by 7 and then alert you to potential risk and vulnerabilities. And also, if something were to happen, you know, we help customers mitigate that risk from a ransomware, mm-hmm. figure out where it went, how to get rid of it, shut it down, bring it back, right? And then look at, okay, what could we have done differently to be better protected, right? So that's kind of the, kind of the, how we help uh, other law firms. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps to have someone on your working on your behalf that knows how to keep businesses mm-hmm. um, secure and um, has the the team that can yep. work on your behalf because a lot mm-hmm. of small to medium sized businesses they don't have you know the budget to to hire three or four people to to manage security operations mm-hmm. and um, it, it's huge to have someone on your behalf that can work at a fraction of the cost to to help you and make sure you're secure and that was that's that's a recent development which is really cool now that we've been able to roll mm-hmm. out security operations kind of as a service mm-hmm. and and cover all endpoints and make sure these businesses are secure before right. it was just kind of reserved for kind of the bigger corporations which is an exciting development it was interesting i uh, working with a client um just last week and we're doing a uh, security risk assessment we're going to be doing security awareness training and we just rolled out uh, email security. Hmm. And uh, interesting enough that when we were talking about email security, that by having these type of uh, capabilities, by running these programs and providing this security, is that hackers can see if you have security or not. Hmm. So all they do is get a program on the internet, right, for 500 bucks or 50 bucks, run the bots, and look for companies that don't have this uh-huh. this software installed, hmm. right? And they say, okay, we're not going to go to them because they're, yeah. it's going to be tougher to get into. Yeah. I want to go off the easy target. Well, it's like so these hackers are yeah. getting the software on the internet, and they're running campaigns to try to find out which computers are running particular software or what things aren't protected, and bam, you get hit. Right. So the trick is to make sure you have a good plan, right? and put together the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. So when the hackers come by and look, they're going to say, oh, I don't want to go in that house because they lock their door. Yeah, it's right, here's, a, here's another law firm. Guess what? Their door is wide open. We're going to go hack them. Like want to pick a weak target. It's mm-hmm. a lot easier to get in. And it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, those little security signs that you put out in front of your house when you have Alarms, your, yeah. your, your security <laughs> line, those little ADT signs. Yeah. You know, it, if, I, if you see one of those, yeah. You know, it's gonna de- it's gonna deter a lot more people than uh, picking a house that doesn't have a security system in mm-hmm. it. But they can see that when they're out there hacking yeah. and scanning for your system, right. and they don't do anything. It's all computer generated. So we're really against all odds because so it it is just unbelievable. Right. They're using technology against us. Right. Pretty incredible. It's uh, digital warfare. It's uh, yep. some of the most powerful techniques to infiltrate our most important assets. You know, our data is everything, and um, it's it's so, so important. I can't stress it enough how important it is to focus on security. So uh, if you get anything from this uh, episode, just to uh, make sure to uh, make security a huge part of your mm-hmm. focus next year when you're talking about technology, um, because you can't keep your data safe, you don't have anything. And, mm-hmm. and all the applications, the systems you run are at Jeopardy!, uh, so focus on security next year by starting with uh, an assessment and uh, mm-hmm. that will that'll help you understand where you're weak and where your opportunities are. And it's up to you to uh, take action on that. But um, it's a great start to be able to talk about freeing up some budget to make sure you have security yeah. covered. Yeah. And one thing is that, you know, if you think about it from a law firm, they're trying to, you know, grow the firm. They're trying to keep their employees productive. Mm-hmm. But in talking with other law firms and other professionals, the last thing you need is a cybersecurity attack. 
right? Yeah. The last thing on top of COVID-19 and right. all this stuff, working from home and everything else, the last thing you need is a cybersecurity attack. Yep. That could be the thing that puts you under, that puts so much stress on your firm, yep. that if you're shut down for a week or two or you lose all your data files or, or matter files, what that do? What will that do to your firm? So the ROI is like a no-brainer, right? So if you right. haven't looked at that, make sure you budget it for 2021 yep. and contact a company like Pivologic, your trusted cybersecurity advisor, mm-hmm. and let's get that... Uh, Let's get security nailed down and begin to work on how we can grow the firm and how we can improve your uh, client experience. With that, we're going to end it. But Jeff, thank you so much. Uh, Love doing podcasts with you. That was fun. Thanks, Uh, Billy G. Just wish you and your family uh, a Merry Christmas. Wish that you can take some time off, enjoy it, and really celebrate the season. Yeah, you as well. Enjoy your time and... uh... Can't wait to refuel and reset for a big 2021. That completes today's episode. Make sure to join us in two weeks to hear more trends and insights from me, Philly G. Thanks for listening to Tech Talk Tuesday. Have a blessed day.